welcome to Season 10 of Sundays with Wendy, the future of healing. I'm your host, Wendy Goldberg, founder of the Benjamin Goldberg Foundation. Healing is at the heart of our work, and the podcast continues to focus on one of the most powerful and inspiring aspects of the human spirit, healing. This season, I explore the multifaceted nature of healing within ourselves, going beyond what is visible. The conversations reveal tangible and authentic healing that carries meaning and significance to each of us. I encourage you to open your mind and heart as the eight episodes enlighten and garner a new way of thinking. Episode one, the information is there. Episode two, you have to ask. Episode three, the zero point. Episode four, letting it in. Episode five, frequency and sound. Episode six, Soul Signature, Episode 7, The Sacred Dance, Episode 8, What's Next, and Episode 9, The Wrap. So find a comfortable space and listen in as we explore other ways to heal. Stay tuned and let the healing begin. Episode 3, The Zero Point. All the buzz lately is to be mindful, but it isn't so when it comes to healing. The modalities I have worked with and studied require a place to rest the mind, to be free of any expectation, detached from any outcome. It can be referred to as the zero point, the place where all possibilities exist. It is really about being mindless. I have told this story before, but it is worth repeating. On a trip to Costa Rica, staying at a yoga retreat, Every morning, I would sit on the porch drinking coffee and listen to a mantra from a nearby class. They repeated the phrase, I love you, I am sorry, please forgive me, thank you. I pondered the meaning. A year or so later, a friend recommended a book called Zero Limits. And as I began to read, the phrase was written on the pages. The healing modality was effectively used to clear an entire mental hospital. The practitioner never saw a patient, preferably read the chart and walked the halls repeating the phrase, I love you, I am sorry, please forgive me, thank you. The concept was based on the zero point field. The zero point is a place that offers transformation. Where there is a void, there is a possibility. Couldn't we all get there? In season six of the podcast, Exploring Energy Medicine with Dr. Charlene Hudson, we shared an episode explaining the zero-point field. Dr. Hudson is a practitioner of osteopathic medicine and provides effective alternative medical treatments that routinely enhance her client's health. Remaining rooted deeply in her love of science, she also has a gift for seeing the ways science can be used for healing. Her love of supporting all ages in their health journey provides constant motivation, and she remains an avid learner of new and old techniques that have strong patient outcomes, offering powerful, life-changing healing modalities. Our episode was recorded over a year ago, and I was curious if she had anything more to share on the topic of the zero point, so I engaged her again. Welcome back to the Sundays with Wendy podcast, Dr. Hudson. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Yes. You and I did an entire season last year on energy medicine. And when I was developing this season, 
the future of healing, I was taken back to our episode about the zero point and we got so much feedback on it. I thought, let's come back on. Even though it was a year ago, I just feel like so much has transpired in the healing world since then. And you and I talked it through a little bit and thought, you know, there is some more information. There's other ways of maybe talking about it. So, you know, thank you for engaging again. Thank you. Can you just give us a good description of what is the zero point? So it's referred to by different beliefs differently, but basically it's this field of infinite possibilities. Now, the meditators and the people who study consciousness would say it's where you seek to get to in meditation, this complete neutrality. The physicists, when they're describing actually the same thing, in my opinion, would say that what occurs in a vacuum, the vacuum of space, the vacuum of the atom, that spark of light that can trigger the Big Bang Theory or create the molecule or the atom or the planet. And for those of us who are nerdy and like quantum physics, you know, it's what they talk about. There's all these little teeny tiny particles that are popping in and out of existence at all times. So it's all describing the same thing. It's basically the nothingness from which we create or we are created, however you want to see that. Mm -hmm. Such a vast topic. What do we do with that information? What does the average person, what can they gain from that? How can they use that? That's a great question. That leads to my sort of explanation and teaching that we as humans are the middleman. So with our intentions, thoughts, and feelings, we're taking the nothingness that's inside the atom in that electron cloud and linking it through our own energy with the nothingness that is in space and the universe. Those of us who study space, I mean, most of space is a vacuum. So we're taking that, you know, again, different believers call it different things, but we're basically pulling in this neutral field of creation. You could call it source and light from the universe through ourselves into the atom and out into the world and vice versa. You know, we're also taking in information from the world, bringing it through ourselves and bringing it back to source. It's that knowledge of of how powerful we are, of being the middleman. But how do we use that zero point when we talk about healing? Well, it's the field of infinite possibilities, one of the teachers calls it. And if we can get to that field of infinite possibilities, we can heal. If we can hold that neutrality, either in a healing session If you can go in to a doctor's appointment or a acupuncture appointment or whatever you're going into and hold that field of complete neutrality and yet also at the same time, and this is the tricky part, hold the intention for healing. That's where the most healing occurs, I find, because if 
patients walk in the door and they already think that, you know, their husband sent them in and you're some crazy osteopath, they already don't believe in what you're doing. They might get some benefit, but the door is already closed. They're not in that field of infinite possibilities. Maybe they've bought into the fact that they're sick and they're never going to get better. And, and illness is scary, you know, especially the illnesses that you and Ben dealt with. If you can tap into it is all neutral and trust what comes through and the messages that you're given, even if it's not what you want to hear at the time, think about it. Like, okay, well, I don't know why I manifested that. That's an interesting thing. You know, maybe you'll understand at some point why that is and trust that you're drawn to the right places and even set that as your intention. I think we've talked about this before in a previous podcast. Intention is kind of like adding push to the wave. You're following the wave, but you're giving a little extra shove with the electrons of ultimate healing or intention for positive good for the whole planet or, you know, whatever it is. It's almost like it coats the energy and helps you to find and manifest what your intention is. You see this in practice, right? I do. And I try as best as I can while I'm treating the patient to hold neutral energy around the dysfunction that they're talking about. You know, if they come in with, you know, whatever pain, be it hip pain, leg pain, whatever, I try not to see it as, I mean, obviously I have to do all the doctor stuff around pain, but when they're on the table and I'm treating them, I just try to pay attention to the field that we've talked about before, this field of infinite possibilities. What is it showing me? What is it teaching me? With my intention of ultimate healing for the patient, what's coming through? And do you find that people are receptive? I find now more than ever, and and this is the huge change in the last year, it's been fascinating. People are open and seeking what we used to call alternative care, you know, and now it's becoming more mainstream, especially the young kids coming in and their parents to their credit. I have a lot of crystals in my office, which turns a few people off, but most of the kids that come in, they have this just sort of welcoming attitude to the crystals and they want to touch them and they want to hold them and, and they can see the energy in them because they're untainted most of the time. My rule with the kids is you can touch whatever you want, just be aware that some of them might be heavy. And it's neat to see the kids coming in and their connection with the crystals, their connection with the space in general, and that their parents are allowing this. You know, the, these younger generations, they're going to be the game changers. Mm-hmm. They're open to this. They're open. They're aware. They've come in with the machinery to feel the subtle energies. It's just, it's amazing. And we just need to help them to become more of who they are. I love that. I mean, this is a perfect segue into my next question is how do you see the future of healing? I think it's more of whole person healing, even more so than what we called holistic care. In the past, I think the uptick in what we're calling functional medicine these days, which used to be possibly called holistic care, is really focusing on, you know, social prescribing. What is the patient 
doing, eating, what's their environment like at home, and how is that influencing healing, and how do we help them to use all of those factors to help their own healing. Almost all patients that come in for the first time into my office get asked the question, what's your social support system like? Mm -hmm. Because that's so important. What's your energetic bubble like? I've talked to lots of other physicians who live in the allopathic world and they're taking continuing medical education classes that are prompting them to ask these questions. I had an orthopedic surgeon the other day who I've referred to for years, and he actually sat down with the patient and asked her about her diet. She nearly fell off her chair. (laughs) (laughs) But it's great that these people who didn't see that as part of their paradigm anymore are seeing the value in what the energy is. And I think that's a result of all those of us who've stuck to our neutral point and brought in the energy and the light and the belief that this planet is getting better and that people are embracing who they are and standing in their light, bringing it in as the middleman. I love that analogy. Yeah, it's really, you know, we used to talk about outside the box. Alternative medicine is outside the box. The box is gone. There is no more box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the change in the last year. And that's fascinating. It is. I can't Mm -hmm. explain it, but I'm grateful for it. And I think you and I spoke about how insurance is now covering some. Yes. uh, I mean, it has for years done chiropractic and now osteopathic gets covered and um, functional medicine for the first Mm -hmm. time this year is being covered by practitioners who have certifications and things. I think that's good that they're requiring physicians and nurse practitioners and physicians assistants who are practicing functional medicine to have specific training in functional medicine before they get reimbursed, but they're doing it. We're talking about models for reimbursing social prescribing or foundations like the Ben Goldberg Foundation who can help Bridge those gaps so that we can, as prescribers, offer more to our patients. I know. It's it's beautiful to be on this side. I was just speaking um, today about some of the work the foundation was doing. And, you know, it's so interesting to me that people can always resonate with what I'm saying about a child needing complementary care, complementary therapies or modalities as part of their journey. However, but you can see them, and when they ask questions, they're asking for themselves. Truly. It's neat. Mm -hmm. It's neat to see that openness. I mean, we always talk about it takes a village to raise a child, but it takes a village to heal a person. A hundred percent. And that goes back to some of our prior episodes where we talked about the healing tribe. And Yes. You know, when we started the foundation, it was much more about doing direct services to patients, but now... The more I'm out and the more I'm talking and the more things are evolving, it really is community-based. If you don't have a social support system, Mm -hmm. it's difficult to help patients and especially families to heal. Mm -hmm. You know, I see these moms come in. I treat a lot of babies and, you know, colicky babies. The mom looks exhausted. The baby looks exhausted. The first question I ask is, what kind of help do you have? Because everybody needs a break sometimes. It's okay. Mm -hmm. 
And we need these programs to empower parents and help them to feel like they can do what they're doing. I know. Well, thank you so much for all you do for our community. And, you know, people seek you out when they need it most. And you are always there to support and guide and be in that neutral space for them. Thank you. I'm blessed to be the light. As Dr. Hudson describes, what we held in a box is no longer. Some will say that the root of both healing and illness can often be traced back to the subtle or energy body, manifesting physically only afterward. I tend to agree. Based on my observations, disease or disharmony may be present and we don't even realize it. Why don't we know more about our bodies? We inhabit them, and as long as we allow it, they hold great wisdom. Our physical state offers the process of discovery and newness, hence creation in the zero point. We must create, because if we don't, we fall back on what is comfortable, what we know, and that blocks what is yet to be known. Scientists look outside while mystics look within, but both come face to face with the same. All conditions are possible. The same field is at the basis of investigation and experience. One consciousness, one force, one field moves through all. I mean, how cool is it that there is a space and allowance that can mold us in new ways? Creation doesn't have to be spontaneous as we commonly think. It can be an everyday balance of discipline versus innovation. Every moment we are in creation mode, creating a day, a meal, a home. Allowing a neutral perspective is key. It is seen all the time in the coexistence of art and science, together stimulating change. Medical students are now starting to include art as part of their curriculum. Studies have shown that art can aid medical students in developing their observation and interpretive skills. Furthermore, it helps them understand that ambiguity is a natural aspect of both art and clinical experience and that there can be multiple answers to a question. It is a shift, an enlarged view of reality. What was previously excluded by subjectivity is now sought as evidence to support new theories. It is where the East meets West. We bring together what can make us whole. Hopefully, new advances will continue to reveal what the mind once had, the natural regularities of the body and soul, allowing us to heal. Please stay tuned for Episode 4, Letting It In, where I explore how to bring in healing information. I will interview Monica Rao, Intuitive Energy Healer, to help demonstrate its power. Until next time. To learn more about the Sundays with Wendy podcast, visit sundayswithwendy.com. Or to learn more about the Benjamin Goldberg Foundation, visit BenjaminGoldbergFoundation.org. I would love to connect with you. Get me directly on both, Wendy at BenjaminGoldbergFoundation.org or Wendy at SundaysWithWendy.com. Please follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. With 10 seasons and over 80 episodes, it is a joy to bring you the world of healing, one season at a time.
This information offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you should have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay obtaining medical or health-related advice from your health care professionals because of something you may have heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided is solely at your own risk.